0: Welcome to The Ralph
1: Report
2: with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a Wednesday. It is April 20th, year of Science 2022. Science!
2: All health science.
0: It is right to give science thanks and praise. It's right for you kids to be with us here today on The Ralph Report on this 420, right? I bet there's some four-star generals who are watching us right now because it is the uh, four-star watch party episode that are enjoying enjoying their 420. Token up. Oh, the kids love 420. April 20th is 420. Of course, the official holiday of weed. Mm. And those of us here at the Ralph Report, we're always concerned about your safety. So please enjoy this public service message from the Ralph Report. The Ralph Report would like to remind you this 420 to space out your edibles. Or they'll space out you.
2: Wow. See? Yeah. Don't want that to
0: happen. No, you don't. Uh, as I mentioned, the four stars are hanging out with us today. Thank you so much, four stars, for joining us here in the Batcave. Love it when you guys do that. Oh, speaking of four stars. Yeah, what? What what, what happened? Four Star gifts. We got gifts from a four star. We did. I want to thank uh, Summer Mendoza who sent these in to the Ralph Report here. We got socks. Socks. You can always use socks. As a child, I hated getting socks. But as an adult, I love love getting socks. I love socks. You're going to love these socks more than most, in my opinion. (laughs) Summer sent us very special socks. I I find it hard to believe these even exist. But these apparently were not tailor-made for us. They're just that you can get them at a store. Really? First and foremost for Eddie Pence. These are uh, dinosaur chicken <laughs> nugget socks. They're perfect. I'm holding them up to the camera so the four stars can see. They're beautiful. Uh, it's from rockumsocks.com, Apparently, was the website where she found them. So you have oh. uh, you have uh, dinosaur chicken nugget Dino socks. Chicken nug socks, and even better than that. Well, much much better not, than not that. Not even close. I got myself some Philly cheesesteak socks. that. Bitches. Is that got the whiz on it or is that cheese? It looks like provolone to me, but uh, I'll eat it in a pinch. Unfortunately, it also has peppers on it. It looks like. To oh, me. So, no. And not it's ketchup. I see ketchup. No, it's not ketchup. That's a red. That's a pepper. It's a cherry pepper. I think it's ketchup. It's yeah, There's no ketchup ever. Even people who put peppers on their cheesesteak know better than that. <laughs>
2: it looks like ketchup.
0: It's not ketchup. Think it's ketchup. Look, because there's green too. Okay. Look. Good I have, green peppers. I have green ketchup. I've seen it. There you go. So I'm holding these up so the four stars can see them. But these these are are these feel like real high quality socks. They're beautifully soft, and I can't wait to wear them. So, uh, summer, thank you so much for the socks, Chick Nug socks. Much appreciated. Don't wear them at the live show. Is not a thing. Chick Nugs is the thing. Anyway, Mm -hmm. four stars are the best. We appreciate you guys. Hell of a show lined up for you today, kids, if I do say so myself.
1: Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well,
0: it's Wednesday. That means, of course, One Hit Wonder Wednesday. We're going to take a look at a, uh, a song that yeah. reached the top of the charts almost all the way around the world. Whoa. A massive hit Wow, back from the 1980s. Uh, and strangely enough, from a German artist. We don't get a lot of German one hit mm. wonders. But you know the Germans. You know the Germans always make good stuff. They make good stuff. They do. So I'm surprised that they haven't had more one-hit wonders. But today is a German one-hit wonder and an instrumental. Whoa! No lyrics. Whoa. To this hit song at all, and yet it's skyrocketed to the top of the charts all over the
2: have world. Have we ever had a no, uh, an instrumental, no one-hit wonder? I'm trying to
0: think. I don't we know had, if we have or not. We must have. We must. Maybe. Have. Maybe. Uh did we ever do wipeout by the Safaris? Is that that's, a one-hit? That's, a, that's an that's instrument. I don't know where that charted. Well, there is a wipeout. He says wipeout at the beginning. Yeah, and then there, he is, laughs. there is a word in that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll yeah, do a little research, have. see if we've ever had an instrumental one-hit wonder before. Okay. But uh anyway, so that's coming up. Uh, we got a drawing in 60 seconds. Eddie's Ooh. gonna put pen to paper and okay. give you a brand new piece of art. Entertainment news, your phone calls, all the good stuff you've come to expect here on the Ralph Report. So we'll be getting to all that in a second. Uh, adventurous day today. How are you doing? You good? I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm doing well. I, I, I had a dental adventure recently. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not, so, it's not serious. it's serious. with the ear from the side no, of the face that, No, that's a whole thing that still comes and goes. Oh, no. This time, the dentist said to me, we got to get all that uh, metal out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm old. I've got the silver your fillings. Your lead feelings fillings. The mercury fillings. is seeping into my bloodstream for the past 40 years. And so he said, yeah, we come on, get, let's get real. We got to just pull those out. And I, I've talked about this before. I hate dentistry, I hate dentists, nothing personal against them. They're lovely people. Yeah. They do good work. They're, 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 they're
2: vital service. They we are. Needs, we yes.
0: need them to keep our teeth in our heads. I get all of that. And yet I can't help but go in with a chip on my shoulder when it happens. So uh, he said, well, we'll just do half at a time. So they did one side of my head. Oh, and I uh, got that big needle out and just started pumping me up full of novocaine. That's oh, no fun. Oh, that sucks. But now uh, half of my head is poison free. So, well, that's good. I suppose. Put some more poison in it right now. And one more thing before we get started I, I, I am going to have a drink real quick. <laughs> Whoops. Hitting <laughs> the wrong buttons already. You had the drink yet. Where the hell's the drinking horse button? Oh, here he is.
1: <laughs> I'd love to ride on the drinking horse.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I give myself uh, the excuse to have a cocktail when we have guests because it's like a party. It is. Enjoying a little Jack right now. Just like a party. Um, Deeply, deeply upset today. Why? I shouldn't be this upset by this, but it happens every time this happens to me.
2: Okay.
0: Have you ever used a product regularly Mm -hmm. that they then go up and discontinue on you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, it makes me furious. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't take a lot to make me furious, but this in particular and it's ridiculous because it's not personal. Right. They're not doing it to screw me over. No. Apparently not enough people were buying whatever they were buying. That's so too bad.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and now I'm out now I don't have any more of my uh, shave uh, shower shave gel. Oh, it's gone.
2: There's no comparable thing on the
0: market. Nothing. I, mean, I got to get into the shower shave gel business. I use almost exclusively this line of men's products called Brave Soldier. Uh-huh. And I use their uh, their skin wash. Yeah. And I use, uh, if I do have to shave outside of the shower, which I rarely do, I do use their shave cream as well, which comes in like a tube, it's not in an aerosol can. And they used to have this shower shave gel with, like me, you like to shower in, shave in the shower, I've got a hanging shower mirror in my shower. The whole, whole, whole setup,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you could use this, and it was brilliant. And I used it for years. And I went to, I just ran out, and I went to reorder. And now they're letting me know God, that it's uh, wow. God. That's horrible. so I had to uh, buckle down, and I got this thing called a Vino shower. I it's don't like not the sh- Vino products. No, I've li- had the no, they're I've so had the vino good. Product. I don't
2: like them. Why? I don't know. I've had them. I don't like them.
0: You, they're, you know why? I, I, the, one of the other things I can only use is because they are fragrance free for the most oh, part. Oh yeah. you're I don't like puss the about smell. It's not about being a puss. I don't it like the smell of any of that garbage they put puss, in there. You walk in here and it smells like... Yeah, like Freshness? A, no. It smells like... Irish spring? Like you're covering something up. That's what it smells like. I am. Like you're like... Oh, The human body smells. I, I got to douse myself with some powerful I just, fragrance. I, I just
2: hot boxed myself in the car. Yeah. Of course
0: I had to come in here smelling like something better than Eddie that. Eddie comes in like uh, a guy who ran a gauntlet through one of those department stores where the ladies are spraying perfume and stuff on you. And like three <laughs> or four got to him before he made it to the door. And then he gets in here and I I I'm good, like, man. like,
1: what the hell I is going clean. on?
0: I
2: smell clean. Like um, soap.
0: So uh, I'm using that now, but it's it's too slippery and it's hard to hold the razor. And I do my uh, my your balls, my cock and balls. Slippery razor while I do my face in the shower. I do it all. If I'm shaving my face, I'm shaving my balls. That's just that's automatic. And so now I got a slippery razor in my oh, hand. Oh, that's no good. And my hand's
2: slipping around no, on my no, balls. No, 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 no.
0: And I'm trying to keep them steady. You know, you got to you gotta stretch out the skin so you get all, you don't want to. Oh, I've
2: get, never shaved my balls in the shower, so I don't know. What
0: you you do don't want, want a patch of hair just living there no. after you're done. You got to make sure you get them all. You don't want a soul patch on your balls. So I don't know
2: what's going to happen. Well, I know what's going to happen. This sounds just, tragic. I'm just depressed Tragic. I had that when I was a kid. They had this thing called uh, Fudge Jumbles This had, uh,
0: already, I can tell you this story has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. No, the discontinued product story. Fudge Jumbles. Fudge Jumbles. And it was like this brownie. That was your porn name, wasn't it? (laughs) Fudge Jumbles? Back when you were doing your anal porn? Just when I was doing the
2: anal porn. (laughs) <laughs> it was this brownie mix but you make See, that's what i'm talking about You made brownies but it had like a uh, uh, like cookies in it too it was like cookie dough and brown so it was made this thing called like it's almost like a brookie like part brownie part cookie mm. it's called fudge jumbles and they were so good and then just i think it was like uh like toll house or nestle just stopped making it
0: wow nowhere you must have been it was heartbreaking i you was so pissed it was my yourself. favorite
2: fucking food
0: it's not a favorite food it's so fudge easily jumbles. replaced, though. Just get no, a, You just get a brownie. No, it's
2: not. No, this had a cookie in it. It was cookie and brownie. Have a cookie and a brownie
0: and eat no, them at the, not same, the same time. Because it's very I've, different than my balls. My balls are in crisis, and you're trying to compare it to your fudgy. Fudge jumbles. Fudgy wudgy. Fudge jumbles.
2: Perfect mixture of cookie and brownie because they bake at different temperatures, so it's tricky. It's
0: not easy. Fudge <sighs> jumbles. Not the same. So what? I, the reason I brought this up Yes, is if there is a Garmi member out there who has a uh, reliable, fragrance-free, uh, really good shower shave gel, and it's it can some it, grip to it. it, can't. it can make it tacky. <laughs> no. A
2: tacky shave. Gel.
0: No, it has to be slippery, but not so slippery that because this gel kind of foams up, and then all right. of a sudden like, I got you don't know what's I, going. I, foam on. everywhere. The foam turns I, red, and you're in trouble. <laughs> I like a gel that is, uh, you know, <laughs> slick but also keeps its substance. Yeah. So if anybody out there knows of a product uh, that does that kind of thing, please let me know. Hurry. I'm in a, a... Or you cut your balls off. No, I can use the Aveeno for the time being, but I would like to find a more permanent replacement. Okay. So I'm asking the Garmin for their help, like I do. <laughs> all right. You got that all the way? All business taken care of? Yeah. Let's get right to uh, Eddie drawing something because
2: uh, uh, no. I love it.
0: I, Eddie obviously gives so much to this program. So much. So but much. This, this recent wrinkle of his artistic talent has been a blast. We've really enjoyed that. So uh, we do it once a week. We take the artwork and then we auction it off or raffle it off, raffle. if you will, for uh, a worthy charity. It's a segment called Drawn in 60 Seconds. Drawn
1: in 60 Seconds, what's Eddie
0: gonna sketch now? going put the give eddie exactly 60 seconds to draw whatever you the garmi have been asking for after that it's pens down Mm. it's like taking the sat's and uh then we show it to the four star generals who are hanging out with us here in the Batcave today and then we put it up on patreon right and then we raise some money for a worthy charity so uh, we got a 60 second timer here i usually chat during it just to uh keep everyone entertained while eddie's working because drawing is a silent activity is it Usually, usually, I'm not yeah. talking while I'm drawing. Oh no, you're not. not. Bob no, Ross. no, you got to focus. <laughs> Little trees. <laughs> Folks have been asking, and I won't even name names because it came in about a dozen times. But last week we were talking about booze and how different animals process it differently: a uh, human being versus an elephant. We mm-hmm. were talking about the marmala tree, I believe, marmula tree, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, they like to eat the fruit off of that because it gets them uh, loaded. Yeah, and then we found out that the tree shrew. As tiny as it is, it's a squirrel-sized, uh, chipmunk-sized squirrel apparently that lives in trees. Can eat booze, uh, drink, eat the boozy fruit all day and yeah. have no problems because it's uh, it metabolizes. It's got a, meta- right? a special gene in it, metabolizes, it burns it right up. So we talked about what would it be if I crossed my DNA with that of a tree shrew, and Eddie dubbed me Shrubius, the superhero <laughs> who can apparently just <laughs> drink his weight in alcohol. I'm not exactly sure what the power would be. <laughs> But ever since Eddie mentioned it, people are dying to know what Shrubius looks like. So if you would do us the favor, Eddie, today, draw me in my superhero guise as Shrubius.
2: Can I ask a question about Shrubius? I don't see why not. What does a tree shrew, can you give me a brief description of what a tree shrew looks like?
0: Well, it's described in the the reading materials. I've never seen a photo. I guess I should have looked one up.
2: I've just never seen one, so I need to
0: as a as a uh, chipmunk sized squirrel. Okay. So it's somewhere or in the squirrel chipmunk, chipmunk family. Squirrel okay. world. Okay. I think if you get anything close to that, we'll figure it out. I, I'm sure it has a a, a, a tail, probably. Yes. Yeah. And so just to try to incorporate as many little tiny woodland creature features to uh to the okay. portrait All as right. possible. We'll see what we can do. And uh, I will fill them with the one minute while you do uh, your magical work. Okay. I wanna talk about the raffle for this particular piece of art because we're gonna change things up a little bit this week. Usually we wait for the weekend and then you guys get to make your donations and then we choose someone um, that Monday. We're gonna open up the raffle earlier this week because we're gonna try to raise some money for a Garmy member named Jose Ayala. And Jose and his wife had a premature baby named Jacob, who was born at 24 weeks, just slightly over two pounds. And ever since they had to deal with that and what happens in the NICU, and I know all too well my own twins were preemies and we lost my son Lincoln in the NICU, Um, a lot of us feel a soft spot for charity called March of Dimes. And this weekend is the March for Babies. It's their Fundraising walking event where families get together and get people to donate to their team and they raise money for the March of Dimes, which is one of the only charities that works almost exclusively with premature baby needs. And so we're going to open up the uh, the raffle early this week and I'll give you all the details how you can donate to the Ayala family's uh, team for their March for Babies fundraiser. So we're going to put that out later on. Okay. All right. There's you as a tree shrew. Oh,
2: there it is. In your iconic black
0: leather jacket, Let's show the four stars. It is Shrubius wearing a black leather jacket yeah. with a with a bitch and pompadour. Yeah, you got I, might your pompadour have. Going I got my on. hair going yeah. on. Lots of
2: bottles of triple uh, X.
0: Just worked my way through all that booze but and look at me and look at me because you're
2: still balanced on the tree limb. I am as there's as, no
0: balance issues whatsoever. I'm as right as rain, as the kids say. <laughs> there you go. I love it, oh, Shrubius. Oh. Oh, to be shrewdious! <laughs> wouldn't that be magical? So, as I mentioned, I'm gonna put up the picture and all the information for this week's raffle so we can raise money before the uh, walkathon happens on Saturday, and thanks to the Ayala family for giving us the heads up on that. And that's Drawn in 60 Seconds.
1: Drawn in 60 Seconds. Starring <laughs> <Penny Pence. laughs>
0: Just realized I didn't introduce this.
1: Oh, Just no. Oh, oh. We did
0: all that. It's people right now who are start over. Very upset that we're out of order. So let's get it out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal, kids.
1: Love,
0: Love. the magic machine. has got a motherfucking Mustang. It runs. And then the other guy, the guy muttering under his breath, mm-hmm. Sheriff of Ghost Town, the rear admiral himself. Hold God Odie hold It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody.
1: Yo-ho, Eddie. <laughs> <Hot Hey. laughs> Is that going on longer I'm,
2: than normal? i never does?
0: really listened to it in toto, so I wanted to see exactly how long It goes on lasted. for a while. But you interrupted, and now I still don't know how long it A little too much. Goes. A little too long. Not long enough. Mm. Let's turn our attention to Garmy members who can't be with us here in the Batcave with us. All you folks out there who like to leave your voicemail messages on the Ralph Report hotline. We sure do like hearing from you. It's pretty simple. All you got to do is dial up that number, 1-833. Hi, Ralph. Then you get to leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, on the Ralph Report Hotline. I listen to them all and I grab a handful and we put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line.
1: The telephone is ringing, the Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your
0: mind. Blip, <laughs> Uh, Wednesdays are usually the days we feature the first UK update from our pal Steve Ashton from right, the UK. Right. We shifted that a little bit. We put him on yesterday's show instead of today's yeah. because he wasn't available. Uh, Eddie suggested that that might spin some people out, that wow. they yeah, of might really be thrown by the yeah. fact that Steve was on a Tuesday instead of on a Wednesday. <laughs> Boy, you weren't wrong. Ralph, Eddie,
1: Steve. Steve on on Tuesday, yeah. not on Wednesday. No, sorry. This is it's inexcusable. I I just mm, I can't. Right? Yeah. No, no. Expect expect my exit survey, sir. Yeah. Expect it. Yes. Yeah. Expect my exit survey. This this
0: this, this can't be. Just can't be. Won't stand. I yeah. Told you. Another one bites the dust. Here goes another out the door. <laughs> another mean exit survey <laughs> on our way. We talked about after the uh, Easter holiday how Eddie and I were both struggling with a a wrinkle of parenthood you don't necessarily see coming when it all starts the uh, the loss of some of your holiday idols yes. your uh, your magic. Easter bunny your Santa Claus the magic. that transition from childhood into tweendom young adulthood where they start to realize that those That life is void of magic. Those beautiful icons are not quite as real as they maybe were led to believe. So Mm. a lot of parents were calling in with their stories about how their kids found out that the Easter Bunny and Santa weren't real. This one made me laugh.
1: Hey, Ralph. When my son Parker was four, almost five, at Christmas time, we made a big deal about uh, when he came down in the morning. So we pointed out all the gifts that Santa brought him. And he looks at his deadpan and, and says, why would some fat man, I don't know, bring me gifts? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Wow. Yeah. Five. Wow. I'm five years
0: old. Five years old. Boom. That's over for him. Wow. Five. I couldn't imagine. That kid is either going to grow up to be.
2: <laughs> He's going to rule the world one day. Yeah. Like an
0: Elon Musk level <laughs> super genius oh my god or he's going to be a super villain one way or the yeah, other. yeah it's one way you can only go one of two ways <laughs> that, that that much awareness at five man it's unnatural man i like giving you facts here on the show you know it's one of my favorite things going through history and talking about stuff where it comes from things like that i'm, I'm fascinated by that i like even more when the army can school me yesterday we were talking about north dakota the state of north dakota yes. and we mentioned it was called the peace garden state right we're like, what the fuck's the Peace Garden? What's that all about? <laughs> Luckily, we've got Garmy members who know everything. Huh.
1: Hi Ralph and Steve and Eddie and Carrie and Reggie and the rest of the crew, and Gilbert too, because he wanted to get to call out. Yes. Uh, it's, uh Mr. Mage, four star general up in Santa Clarita, just calling uh following up on North Dakota Day. Um, I'm actually from North Dakota, one of the few people that's from there. Uh it's called the Peace Garden State because there's a huge Park garden area on the border of North Dakota and
0: Canada. It's where they commemorated the peace between Canada and the US hmm. um,
1: at some point in the past. And, and half the gardens in Canada, half the garden is in North Dakota. And you can walk them back and forth across the border in this whole big this whole big um, layout of stuff. So uh that's what they call it then. Uh oh. also Eddie the uh Mount Rushmore War is in uh, South Dakota. So don't ever don't ever say that again. oh gotcha. Uh let guys clean it. Bye. There you
0: go. Okay. Good to know, so that's why it's the peace garden. That's the garden of peace between Canada and the United States. Okay, I like Canada, yes, so do I. I didn't know North Dakota bordered Canada. Well, you didn't, yes, you did. I, did. I didn't know they shared a border.
2: What well, would you think we're, North Dakota's all
0: the way up there next to Minnesota? And I Montana recognize and... that now, but when I think of states that share a border with canada north dakota I, I didn't think, register because i'm an east coast guy i think new york more than anything else like up there in the buffalo no.
2: area and stuff yeah, like washington, that. washington i think a little bit of idaho montana north dakota
0: minnesota all right matt meister <laughs> it was just one of the states i didn't recognize okay. scared of shared a border with canada all right. but now we know I'm glad why. we're not at war with canada anymore yeah me too finally that long brokered peace is finally here <laughs> If you if you call me up and you give me a timestamp for the show, I am powerless. Mm-hmm. I must pull the show out, put it up on the old reel-to-reel, yeah. and then find that uh, that part of the show you're talking about and listen to it.
1: Oh, my God. Timestamp. Yesterday's show, 2845. Eddie's sound effects. I would love to isolate that.
0: Well, I did it for you, sir. Eddie Pence, amongst the many things he contributes to the show, besides his artistic talents, his, his, his genuine good nature. Right. His uh, fragrant aroma. Thank you. Is his reactions. When he reacts to stuff, that's some of our the most fun that we have. <laughs> I've never heard a sense of more frustration coming from Eddie than in this particular moment from that timestamp.
2: that like Sanford. It's almost Cosby-esque. What was it in regards to?
0: What was I so mad about? You were frustrated by the uh, youf, UFO. Youf, oh, hufurky? Yufu. Ufu. Ufu? The human flesh-tasting tofu. Yeah, that's enough to you send were, me. You, oh. were, uh, you were upset about that, that someone would make a tofu that tasted like... People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...had the consistency and taste of <sighs> human flesh if you were a cannibal who wanted to go vegan. Right. Anyone who would like this audio to make some uh, new piece of music. <laughs>
2: it's got
0: a pretty nice good text tone good for when you get a text. <laughs> Speaking of Eddie Pence, as we often mention here on the show, he has a Mustang that does not run. He owns it, a Mustang, but it doesn't God run. God damn it. It moved once, which is different than running. Runs. It moved it runs. five feet out of the garage oh and then was put right back into the garage. Oh my God. And Eddie, for 20 years, was treating this Mustang much like you would a planter, like something that would just stay put and you could put uh, succulents in it, perhaps, or annuals or whatever you like to plant. He could have used it as a planter because it never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. So comes to his rescue a garmi member yes. named Will from Chicago. Will, yes. Who was in L.A. And he said, let me take a shot yes. at it. And Will spent some time under the hood. Wonderful man. And got the engine to turn yes. over and made it possible for Eddie to move the car. Yes. And then Eddie promptly decided, well, that's enough of that. No more moving the car. And we know he's got a bunch of excuses. There's oh. tires and things and all. Oh, there's all and kinds there's of- There's things. Oh, so much. So Money. Many, so many hurdles to get over. Just well, pay taxes. I hope you're happy. Will, your savior, your Mustang savior, has called in um. and he's not pleased.
1: Eddie, this is Will from Chicago. Hey, Will. If you don't take your
0: happy us down to the tire store and go get two front tires, two front tires. That's all you need. 70% of your stopping and
2: all of your your handling tires, Uh okay? Two front tires will make you safe and then drive the
1: damn Mustang. Right. If I have to come back to LA to fix it again, I'm going to be very unhappy. Go get two front tires and go drive your car.
2: Wow. I will back, back. I'm a little cash-strapped right now because the IRS just took a big chunk of money from me. Sell a kidney. I
0: I need one. First of all, you're a, you're a performer. You can write everything off. I did. They How still. How much cook. money could you have made that they could take so much from you? I filed jointly with my wife, who made a lot more money than I did this well, year. Well, time to split up with her then, because she's robbing you blind. And, you know, we play upbeat music each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. Who would be better to accept a request for a happy hit from on 420 than our own beloved Eric from Kansas City? Perfect.
1: Hey, Ralph. Yo, ho, Eddie. What it do, crew? This is your boy Eric and KC. Hey, man. All right, I know I've been asking a lot of happy hits lately, but... I don't know. I've just been vibing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have one more, and I swear I'll stop, but this one has nothing to do with my birthday coming up. I know better, Ralph. I would never even suggest it. Why Good. are we even talking about this? We, we don't care. care. It's uh, But it's a happy day today if you play this. It's 420, baby. And uh, I think it'd be cool to play a song that not a lot of people might have heard, but it's definitely like the epitome of Happy Hit because man, I even looked up the lyrics and I was like, I still don't know what the hell this girl is talking about. Mm-hmm. But the band's called the Brazilian Girls, and none of them are actually Brazilian. And I think there's actually only one girl, <laughs> I think they're from New York. <laughs> but anyway, Pottle. It, it, Pottle. the song called Pussy. Pussy. And I know it's a little sorry for the offensive language, but it's, all right. it's a great song. All right, gotta go light my buds. Love you, it.
0: Bye. LMB for Eric means light my buds. Light so my buds. he's gonna go off and do that on 420. <laughs> I tend to not like to play obscure songs as happy hits because I think it's probably more fun if everybody goes, "Oh,
2: I love that song," yeah. and
0: they're bopping along. But it is 420. Eric made the request, and this song. If you are one who likes to enjoy the green seems like the perfect happy hit mm. for this 420. Here's Brazilian Girls, which only has one girl in it. None of them are Brazilian, with their song Pussy, which, as far as I can tell, has nothing really to do with pussy and has a lot to do with marijuana. Ah. <laughs> you go it's a catchy tune it is a catchy tune if i were a person who liked smoke <laughs> i think that's the kind of music i would smoke to <laughs> makes me like being in the islands mon 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 thanks to everyone who called in eric you too happy 420 buddy how come for how come pot gets a holiday how come booze doesn't get a holiday it's every day's booze day <laughs> that's true so there you go good point <laughs> you too can be featured in the garmi on the line segment but in order for that to happen well you must call me That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time for us to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out who passed away on this day, the 20th of April. Uh, We go back and we pay homage to the lives and legacies of folks we lost on this day in a segment known as Hello Death.
1: Tu l'as laissé culter, tu as oublié de sa tête. T'as fait quoi? T'as fait quoi? Manger des champignons, c'était du buisson. T'as fait quoi? T'as fait quoi? Si tu dans le livre d'histoire, ça à les raisons de tes grandes disparitions. T'as fait quoi? T'as fait quoi? T'as fait quoi? T'as fait quoi? Oi 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 oi!
0: Queen J should sell that to a perfume company. Yes, it should be definitely in a perfume commercial. (laughs) With someone just walking jauntily down the Champs Elysees. Okay, how appropriate we had the French version of the "Hello, Death" theme because the first person up died on this day in 1632, Nicholas Antoine, (laughs) French Protestant theologian who wanted to convert to Judaism. Oh, he wanted to. He tried. Okay, what happened? He attempted. Oh, no. And that's when he was burned at the stake for well, heresy No, at the that. age of 30 in Geneva, Switzerland. Heresy. Yes. So, so much for being neutral, Switzerland, by the way. Burning bitches. They to change religions. Jesus was a Jew. Don't they know that? I thought they did, but maybe they don't right. want to be reminded. Would they have burned Jesus at the stake? Oh, probably. Okay. 1707, Johann Christoph Denner, German musician, but more importantly, inventor, died on this day mm. at the age of 51. Being a musician, he invented something musical. Motherfucking clarinet. Oh,
2: that's a big one.
0: It's a huge one. It's a big one. If you can invent a instrument, an yeah. instrument that is used hundreds of years after your death. Yeah, it says a lot. It's pretty strong. Right. No clarinet, no Rhapsody in Blue by Gershwin.
2: silent film music clarinet sound they use that a lot in silent film
0: yeah in the 20s in general was yes. a very popular very clarinet uh, decade very popular very clarinet heavy you're right 1765 abigail williams yeah she died when she would how this she was a little bitch. oh really yeah a little well, troublemaker Back in uh, the uh, late 1600s, uh-huh. she was the girl, along with a nine year old named Betty Paris, who were, th- were the, amongst the first to falsely accuse their neighbors of witchcraft. Oh, no. You in 1692 that. that's, in Salem, Massachusetts. That's a death sentence right there. These two little girls accused their neighbors of being a witch, and, and they got burned at the stake. Fuck those kids. The Salem witch trials kicked off by the, t- the testimony of two Ugh. children. Fuck them kids. Oh my God. Where were their Big parents? Time, right? Oh. George Clinton died on this day in 1812, not the funkadelic uh, George it's Clinton. Time traveling? What happened? No, no. This was a different George Clinton. He was our fourth vice president. Didn't know that. And he died in office. He was the first vice president to die oh. in office on this day. Fourth vice president, meaning he was the vice president to our fourth president, United States fourth president, okay. who, of course, Eddie Pence was not that, but, uh, the fourth president of the United, president States. United States. The fourth president of the United States. Jackson. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. James Madison is what we're looking for. Oh, good old JMU. James Madison. Can you do the first five? Fuck no, I I couldn't do the third. I could only remember the first five. I could only remember the first five. Jackson was the second one, right? No. Third one? No. Eighth. I don't know where he falls. I told you, I only know the first five. (laughs) For some reason, (laughs) as a kid, I memorized the first five, and I always carried them with me. I don't know. I know Washington, number one. Yeah. Number two. Taft. Oh my. Like, hundreds of years later, Taft. Hall?
2: <gasps> Peters. I don't know. Who was number two?
0: President Hall?
2: Did you think there was a president? I'm just throwing out names, man. Number two is Adams. Oh, yeah. John Adams. Yes. Then at
0: three... So I knew the first name. Three, you got your Tommy J, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Fourth is your James Madison. Yeah. And then M.M., I always remember four and five, uh, uh, Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. And then Asshole Jackson was sometime Sometime later. after that. I don't know where that guy was. That guy was a dick. He was not cool. Um, Bram Stoker died on this day in 1912. 12th president, right? No, Bram Stoker was an author. <sighs>
1: Dracula.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bleh. Listen to the children of the night. What music they make. (laughs) Graham Stoker died at the age of 64 on this day in 1912. Or did he? He did. Okay. 1918, Carl Ferdinand Brown, Mm -hmm. German inventor. You know what I say about the Germans? Yeah. You know the Germans always make good stuff. That's right. Lots of good stuff. He was a co-inventor of the wireless telegraph.
2: Oh, that's important. Very important. Yeah. Had wires before then. <laughs> and
0: this was wireless. Get all, get all tangled up. It'd be very, very difficult. Christian X, King of Denmark, died on this day in 1947. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Denmark someday. Are you? It's on my list. Is that on the list? I want to do New Zealand Scandinavia, and Denmark. And yes, I want to go down under. I want to see Tasmania, Australia, and New Zealand. Okay. And then I'll probably do the others first. But then I really want to do Scandinavia. I'll probably do Scandinavia okay. first because it's easier all right. to get to. to, to Australia, I believe you have to take a plane flight for about four days. Four days, back a, in time. It's a four-day pl- flight forward in into the past. No, into the past. Into the past. You have to travel in the past four days on a plane to right. get to Australia.
2: And some say Australia doesn't even exist. It's a uh, continent. Uh, it's a rumor. So it's a rumor at this point.
0: But you can get to uh, Scandinavia easier. And I would like to do Denmark and uh, Sweden. Yeah. Maybe Norway. Throw Norway in okay. while I'm there. you got to get these on the books yeah. sooner rather than later. Now that we're opening up the world again, i got to get a you trip or 2 to get later. going. Yeah. You're going to run out of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: My hourglass.
0: There's not much sand left at the top. 1951, Ivan Hobonomi. <laughs> you heard me. Sounds like a Jedi. <laughs> Ivan Hobonomi, prime <laughs> minister of Italy, died on this day in 1951. Save me,
2: Ivan Hobonomi.
0: You're my only. <laughs> hey, how come you make a fun of my name? I'm Ivan o. Bonomi. Save me, I been Home. You don't even know me, Bonomi. <laughs> uh J- Jesse Vincent, engineer who designed the first V-12 engine, died on this day in 1962. Oh, okay. Mabel Stark. Mabel Stark. Mabel Stark. Okay. Tony's grandmother? No, she was the first female tiger trainer, lion and tiger trainer. Fucking we talked ballsy. about her before. Jesus. She was tremendously ballsy and she was famous around the world for being the one of the only female yeah. lion and uh, tiger tamers in her field mauled several times oh, by big cats only take once for me and then at the age of 79 when they wouldn't allow her to work with the big cats anymore she took her own life out of being despondent that she couldn't be with the animals that Jesus. she Jesus. That's how much she loved fucking lions. Fucking nut, job. I've never loved anything as much as Mabel Stark liked getting into a cage with deadly wild cats. Well, if
2: they took all your Jack Daniels away.
0: I'd, then maybe I would get into a cage with a giant cat. <laughs> uh, William Benny Benjamin, American Session musician, one of the Motown's funk brothers, Motown records for those who don't know. Of course, famous Soul and R.B. label out of the uh, Detroit area Uh back in the 1960s. They had their own crew of studio musicians. They would put different singers in front of them, but they would be the backing tracks for a lot of different artists. And Benny Benjamin, as he was known, one of the great drummers, was the drummer for the Funk Brothers there at Motown. Here's some of the songs that he was responsible for, the backbeat for uh shop around by the miracles of course smoky robinson and the miracles mm-hmm. do you love me by the contours do oh, you love me that's a great me? song great stuff uh the temptations get ready my girl wow uh uptight everything's all right by stevie wonder heard it through the grapevine gladys knight and the pips damn going to a go-go also by smoky robinson and the miracles and one of my favorite performances by him on record is by a motown artist named barrett strong who only really had this hit but it's a classic it's called money Tom Tom, he's working there. Ah, The old Tom Tom. The old Tom Tom. Alex McCrindle died on this day in 1990. Okay. This should make you very sad, Eddie Pence. Tell me about it. Alex McCrindle. Yeah. Scottish actor. Oh, no. Died at the age of 78. Any idea what his most famous role was, Eddie Pence? Died in 1978? He died in 1990. Oh, 90. At the age of 78. 78. Yes. Mm.
1: Scottish
0: actor. Scottish actor. Alex McCrindle known he was a great character actor was in a ton of stuff but he is known famously today yeah. for one particular performance that he gave in one particular film huh. and if you don't know this then i think maybe you don't like this one particular film that's what i'm guessing <laughs> it means that's what i would translate it to mean because i don't know you, the actor who played you that you particular don't know part. this guy then you must not be a fan of this particular franchise I, you're right i probably not. Is what i'm saying I'm probably not any guesses? Mm, I don't know the name of the character. Without this character, yeah. we are all living under empire rule. Darth Vader has got his black boot on all of our throats right. because that Death Star never gets exploded oh. by whiny little farm boy Luke Skywalker. He played General Jan Dodonna. <laughs> oh, the guy with the beard. The guy with the beard. The with the beard. he's known famously in Star Wars the canon. The, the guy with the white beard. The guy with the beard or as the guy who drew up the plans for how to destroy the Death Star. Well, he looked
2: at the files that were given to him and then deciphered through all the files. Yes, where and the... so
0: he put together the plan. Right. How do we blow this giant sucker up? I'll right. tell you how we'll do it. And he gets up in front of all those guys in orange jumpsuits right. who look like they're ready to clean up trash on the 101, and he tells them right. what's what. Right. The target area is only two meters wide.
1: It's a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. The shaft leads directly to the reactor system. A precise hit yeah. will start a chain reaction, which should destroy the station. Only a precise hit will set up a chain reaction. Mm-hmm. The shaft is ray-shielded, so you'll have to use proton
0: torpedoes. Right. That's impossible, even for a computer. But it's not impossible. I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16
1: back home. They're not much bigger than 18 meters.
0: But it's not impossible. I used to bullseye womprats wow. back in my T-16. What a wuss.
2: Well, he grew into... Such, he was supposed to be whiny in the first such one. Such a pussy. And then he grows up.
0: It's not impossible. Right? Bullseye womp prince. He grows up, man. <laughs> Empire's about him growing up. <sighs> Worst to Donna. Guy with the beard. Guy with the beard. Don Siegel, American film director, born on this... Uh, not born, died on this died. day. This is the other it's day we're doing 1991. That's tomorrow, At the right? age of 78. Tomorrow's birth, yes. <laughs> he directed classic films like... Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original. Okay. That was him. He did five films with Clint Eastwood. A little movie called Dirty Harry. You might have oh, heard of that. Great movie. Also Escape from Alcatraz and uh, three other films with Clint. And he directed John Wayne's final film, the Western The Shootist, which was oh, actually a really good film. I've yeah. never seen it. Steve Marriott, famous br- British rock guitarist, singer, and songwriter, died also on this day in 1991. Most famous, I think, for being one of the founding members of a band called The Small Faces.
1: Over bridge of sights, to rest my eyes in shades of green, under dreaming spies. To Ichiku Park, that's where I've been. What did you do there? I got high! What did you feel there? Well, I cried! Jesus,
0: I tell you why. Oh, great tune. 1992. Speaking of things British, Benny Hill, beloved oh. British comedian Benny Hill. Real given name Alfred Hawthorne Hill. Oh, Benny Hill's funnier. Yeah, you could have been Alfie Hill. That Al- would have been funny. Alfie too. Hill would have worked. Yeah. Passed away of a heart attack at the age of 68 on this day. I knew he was that young when he died. Yeah, he was really young. Wow. And beloved by uh, his nation as much as he was here. Probably one of the biggest British crossover comedians of the early yeah. uh, 70s and 80s. I, I grew up watching It was them. Monty Python and yeah. Benny Hill is yeah. pretty much what we thought of. Beloved in this country, had a touching funeral. Here's a little uh, bit from when they were putting his coffin into the ground. There was a lady in a bra just running around running the around. grave. Yeah, she was being chased by... It's still it. the greatest comedy
2: song. Pound for pound.
0: <laughs> Chased by one of the, the clergymen, one of the vicars <laughs> chasing around.
2: That's so funny.
0: You <sighs> can't help but laugh every time you hear that That's song. That's
2: the greatest comedy. yaki Sax is the greatest
0: comedy song. It really is. How did no one use it before he did? I don't know because it's perfect. Spot on. 1993, Kanton Floss, famous Mexican actor, passed away at the age of 81 on this day. 1999, a gentleman named Richard Rood passed away at the age of 40. Rick Rude, Yeah. Rick Rude.
2: Ravishing Rick Rude. His
0: given name was Richard Irwin Rude, but he did go professionally by... Ravishing Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude. He was an American wrestler. That's how you know that anytime I say someone and Eddie knows who they are, they're either a wrestler... No, that's pretty much it. The only category he automatically recognizes is wrestlers. Not uh, Star Wars actors, not American presidents, professional wrestlers, professional wrestlers, Immediate. mostly from
2: the eighties to ninety-five. Immediate to 95.
0: recognition. <laughs> passed away at the age of forty. on Yeah, this day. sad man. Really sad. Nineteen ninety-nine, Senor Wences passed away. Let me be honest right now. Mm-hmm. I think ventriloquism is bullshit for the most part. Okay, we don't, Well, it's it's real. You call it bullshit. It's it's a bullshit form of entertainment. Okay. It's it's just a it's just below magician and it's just above mime in my list of professional entertainers. Okay. I think it's fucking awful almost all the time. It's more of a party trick than it's
2: a form of entertainment.
0: Even that, if I was at a party and someone tried to talk out of a piece of wood I would go to somewhere else in the party. <laughs> I wouldn't like hang out and say, oh, wow, do more of that. <laughs> it's, it's talking amazing. out of the side of your mouth and pretending that the puppet is talking. How are you doing that? You're drinking water. How are you doing Ventriloquism often makes me angry. However, that being said, <laughs> Senor Wences is one of the greatest comedians I've ever seen. Of the
2: art form that you can't stand.
0: He rises above ventriloquism into a whole How? nother How does he genre. do it so much better than you? Are you familiar who Senor Wences is? Not really. Senor Wences was a famous ventriloquist, a Spanish ventriloquist, okay. who was wildly popular for decades, okay. primarily on the Ed Sullivan Show and variety shows like that. Mm-hmm. But he was a guy who would make his hand into his Oh, puppet. yeah, I remember him. He would put yes. like, like a wig on his hand. I remember him. And he would talk to his hand. <laughs> and for some reason, that made me fucking... Fall over, so laughing,
2: it still does. You like because he was sort of making fun of the performance. Yes, of ventriloquism.
0: exactly. It was sort sort of meta. It was a guy recognized, but who was brilliant at what he right. did, also sort of taking the piss out of ventriloquism by simply drawing a mouth on his hand and talking to his hand. Okay, and then on top of that, he had brilliant comic timing. And this hilarious Spanish accent, which was he wasn't putting it on. It was his accent. But the whole thing, the whole package together was one of my favorite variety acts of all time. And this guy died on this day in 1999 at the age of 103. Wow. He was working at 102. Oh, my God. So this guy wins just across the board.
2: Damn.
0: He worked primarily with a character named Johnny, or Yanni, as he would call him. And Johnny and he had this routine where he would say something was difficult. And Johnny would insist, no, it was easy for him. Difficult for you, easy for me, which became sort of a catchphrase for a while. Here's a little bit of the late, great Senor Wintzis. Say difficult.
1: Difficult. Louder. Difficult. Louder. Difficult. Louder. Difficult. Louder.
0: Difficult!
1: Good. <laughs> very difficult.
0: For you, for me, very easy. <laughs> Give me a kiss, Johnny. And Johnny would, he would take his hand and just, like, put his hand on his face. <laughs> fucking genius in its oh. surreal. Surreality. And simplicity. Love it. <laughs> Can't I could do the whole show about no? senior Wences. Sure Tomorrow's know. show is going to be completely dedicated to the life and That's times great. of senior. An lenses. audio
2: podcast talking about a ventriloquist. That'd be amazing.
0: You know, one of the most famous ventriloquists of all time, Edgar Bergen. Right. It's all radio. Father right? of Candace Bergen, <laughs> made his career as being a ventriloquist on radio. That's insane. At least man. the audio I pulled from here was from a TV That's appearance. True. Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy had a radio show. <laughs> I could call myself the world's greatest ventriloquist if I claimed Eddie Pence right. was, my, was my puppet.
2: And other than this live stream, who's going to prove who would wrong? Who would know? Who would know?
0: They would call me the world's greatest right. ventriloquist. I would literally be talking at the same time. <laughs> Fucking ventriloquism. Guy Gardner, no. Guy Gardner was Green gay- Lantern? <laughs> He was real? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Guy Hamilton. Uh-oh. Jack Daniels is kicking in. Guy Hamilton, British director, died on this day in 2016 at the age of 93. Pretty much invented the James Bond franchise, in my opinion. There okay. were Bond films before Goldfinger, but Goldfinger really created the template that Bond followed for the next couple decades. Mm. I and mean, they've mixed it up now, but pretty much. He was the Sean Connery, Roger Moore style of... Yes. And he directed a bunch of them. He directed Goldfinger which established the car with all the right, gadgets, all the gadgets and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Then he followed that up with uh, never uh, with uh, Diamonds Are Forever, mm-hmm. Connery's last Bond film, Live and Let Die, Moore's First, yeah, and also The Man with the Golden Gun, which I think is one of the best Roger Moore Bonds yeah. uh, out there. So uh, good for him. He was asked to direct For Your Eyes Only, but he declined because United Artists couldn't come up with his salary, what he was oh, asking man. for. Then he was asked to direct Superman. Oh. He accepted... But he was a tax, uh, what do they call it? Uh, when Brits leave, he was a tax exile. When Brits sometimes will live outside of England right. because they don't want to pay the 99% tax rate they have right. over there. So he could only spend 30 days in the country at a time. And he, wasn't, he couldn't do it. He couldn't and he direct. couldn't be uh, on set at it's Pinewood. Show Pinewood, yeah. yeah. And then he was asked by Warner Brothers to direct Batman. Oh, the Tim Burton Batman. Yes. Well, before it became the right, Tim course. Burton Batman. Yeah. So wow. he could have been the only guy to direct Bond, Superman, and Batman. That would have been something. Had he said yes. All right, here we go. Here's another one. In 2016, Joni Lauer passed away at the age of 46. Joni Lauer. Wow. I'm stunned. Joni Lauer. I'm shocked. I don't know the name. Uh, better known as China. China oh, was her oh. wrestling name. Yeah, okay. Joni Lauer. Joni Lauer. Uh, I always knew her as China. Professional wrestler as China. Yeah. You ever seen her porns? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I only saw One Night in China, I guess it's You never saw Queen of the Ring? Or... I never saw Queen of the Ring, no. Oh, man. And it's... one was good for me. I had my fill, I think. <laughs> oh, I, my curiosity was sated after watching the first. Well, One Night in China is more like a sex tape.
2: Yeah. Right. right.
0: This was a, the second one. Queen of the Ring
2: was... was a full-on uh, porno. Like a, produ- a line, produced, a yeah, produced porno. Big gangbang in the wrestling ring. Uh, the see? It's quite fascinating. So, I don't know.
0: I was fascinated by her clitoris. It's the largest clitoris I had ever it's seen. Quite on large. Any it's any like a, woman ever. It's like a baby penis. It was uh yes. was that from abusing steroids, they say? Is that what the Probably. claim was? There was a lot of steroids in that body. Yeah. So 2017, Cuba Gooding Sr. passed away. Sure, you know him as the dad of Cuba Gooding Jr., as you can imagine. Uh, yes. But he was also a uh, very popular pop and soul singer in his own right with a band called the main ingredient here was their big hit everybody
2: plays food sometimes there's no
0: exception
1: to the rule listen baby
0: speaking of music tragic tragic occurrence back in 2018 when popular dj avicii took his own life at the age of 28 That's on this sad. day in 2018 so sad. Such a talented guy and uh, one of the few DJs and remixers and producers who just kept cranking out really good hits like this one. So
1: wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was myself I Didn't know I was And in 2021,
0: Les McEwen, lead singer for the... Uh, This is one of the early sort of boy bands back in the 1970s they actually played their own instruments which was odd for a boy band the bay city rollers he was the lead singer for that band here's their big hit Play that before the live show oh, yeah. on Saturday. The, the house warm-up music. Exactly. All right. Uh, now you know what we do? We find someone who passed away on this day who has some food related to them. We run it past Eddie Pence, see if it's something he'd be willing to eat. Or let's let's be honest, more likely to stick up his ass yeah. and pull out. <laughs> okay. It was a baguette and it was sideways. <laughs> Um, We talk about the uh, food, and then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Penn's jackpot slot machine. That's how we can ascertain whether Eddie would actually eat it or not. If the reels stop and they all match up, jackpot. That means he's chowing down. However, if they're all mismatched, that's <coughs> yeah, sad. So sad. On this day in 1770, Marie Anne de Coupes de, Mar- de-, de Mar. What? What? Sorry, I got it. Please. The throat's a little dry. It's dry. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the problem. Uh, uh, um, Marie Anne de Coupes de Camargo. Wow. A she passed away. She was born in Belgium okay. and was one of the prima ballerinas in the world in the 1700s. Ooh. Danced with the Paris Opera
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the chef, the famous chef. Escoffier,
2: Escoffier
0: became obsessed with her. Oh, well, that's not healthy. And named many of his gourmet dishes in her Psycho. honor. Psycho! She was known in artistic circles basically just as Le Camargo. They would just call her by her last yeah, name. because that full name is just too much. It's a lot. It's too much. Especially if you've had a couple yeah. cocktails. and everybody did back then. So uh, Le Camargo was the prima ballerina of her era. As I mentioned, inspired Escoffier <laughs> to... Make many gourmet dishes. The most famous, however, is one of his famous dessert souffles. Oh. Do you like a good souffle? It depends. Oh boy. On the du- on the souffle. That figures. I'm
2: just gonna willy-nilly throw any souffle in my mouth. Souffles rock.
0: Okay, it depends They're on the amazing. souffle. What
2: well, depends on the souffle?
0: This souffle called carmago. Carmago. Camar- camargo. Caramago. Carmago. <laughs> okay, you can stop repeating it. Camargo, the soufflé carmago uh-huh. is a layered soufflé. Okay, it has alternating stripes of two different flavor soufflé batters in the same dish, okay. which at the time was revolutionary. Right. Usually, yeah. you get a chocolate soufflé, you get something like yeah. that, but this has multiple, much like your fudgy wudgies. Oh, fudge jumbles! It's got different flavors, it's got brownie
2: than cookie, cooked into the brownie. same,
0: cooked into the same soufflé. So already, you I'm should listening. be inclined. I'm listening. I'm listening. A one layer. Hazelnut. Hazelnut souffle okay. batter. Nutella. The, the next stripe, tangerine. And then hazelnut, tangerine, hazelnut, tangerine, hazelnut, tangerine. The mixture of fruit and nuts in one souffle. Souffle Carmago, as it was known by Escoffier mm. and his fans. Is that something Eddie Pence would enjoy eating or not? There's only one way for us to find out. we got to pull that handle. Here we go. One souffle, two souffle, three, yeah.
2: I'm saying no because I don't, the tangerine, because I know around Christmas time they do that orange, that chocolate orange thing, right? You can slam it in the ground and it breaks into the pieces. Yeah, Yeah. the chocolate orange. I don't like chocolate and orange. And that's the thing, that's the closest thing I can relate to hazelnut and tangerine would be
0: the chocolate orange. But hazelnut is a nut.
2: Right, but it's got a, like a chocolatey flavor
0: to it. It tastes mm, like Nutella. Mm, Nutella is chocolate hazelnut spread. Yes, because chocolate is in it. That's right. why it's got a chocolate. Yeah, taste. and I don't
2: hate the Nutella, the hazelnut. But part the
0: hazelnut, of it. Nut, separate nutty part, yes. separate. Yes, is is just nuts. Right, and then fruit. That's okay. Fruits and nuts go together, eh, like fruits and nuts. Okay, if ands okay. and Butts were fruits and nuts, every day would be Christmas. Right, but not for me. Come on,
2: mm-hmm. this sounds so good. No. Hazelnut is—I don't mind the hazelnut, but tangerine, I'm not—I don't like the mixture. I don't really like orange with other flavors. Oh, Tangerine's God. orange, right? The same it's in the family. Basic it's flavor. in the family.
0: It's yeah. in the orange family. I don't
2: like orange mixed with other flavors. It—that's madness. It's not madness. You I like
0: orange chicken?
2: you ever eat orange chicken
0: at a I, Chinese not restaurant. It's not if
2: it's too orangey. I'm gonna. If it's too, gonna too orangey, come no. Come over this table. If it's just—if it—if it just smacks in the face with orange, then no. I'm gonna smack in
0: the face with something else. It's not gonna be an orange. Your chopped up balls. It's gonna be a banana.
2: Shave anymore.
0: Well, kids, I'm sorry. It's only so much I can do. Sorry. That sounds amazing.
2: Eh. No. Now,
0: if it was brownie
2: and then cookie souffle, fuck yeah, man. That's Bud's Jumble Souffle.
0: That's it for Hello Death. Hello
1: Death. You're dead now. So shut up!
0: We're running late. We're running oh, way are late. Are we lagging? Yeah. So we're going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. All that ball talk at the All that ball talk. Time now to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Wow. The look. Flash is fucked up. Dude, he needs to leave Hawaii. They need to leave Hawaii. He needs to boot him. They,
2: sorry. Yes. They
0: need to leave Hawaii. Yes, they do. And they need some people who can step in and figure their shit out. I, I can't believe it's going on this long. Because now hes they've been arrested in Hawaii the second time in three weeks. Wow. Flash star Ezra Miller, again, arrested this time. The 29-year-old was arrested for second-degree assault. Cops say they responded to an incident at a private residence in Hawaii. Why around, is it all these private residences? I don't know. Apparently, they were at a friend's home and then was asked to leave, and so they threw a chair at the, the, the host. It struck a 26-year-old female on the forehead. Oh, my God. Leaving her with a at least a half-inch cut. Oh. A cut, they're reporting. <laughs> said another word there. A half-inch cut on her forehead. Pretty a small cut. <laughs> and uh yeah cops uh, then uh, arrested them and took them inside this is again the second time in three weeks they've been arrested so it's got to be substance right or or sometimes they go hand in hand sometimes it's mental issues and substance abuse because they're self-medicating who knows what's going on but someone needs to step in and, and protect them from themselves i just can't believe it's gone this far and someone hasn't come to help them warner brothers should right drop a team of paratroopers on the island they should extract
2: them with seal team six yes. and get them out
0: or get them out of hawaii because the more and more stories i read the less inclined i'm interested in seeing the fucking flash movie i mean they got a lot of money tied up so i don't want to support this prick that's crazy it is indeed they have the world in their hand and they're fucking it up the Black China Kardashian case is going on. Did you know that right I, now, as we speak? No, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, big court battle. How oh, is it? I can't be bothered to, to read about what it's about. All I know is Black China is suing the Kardashians, Bla- oh. so I'm on her side. Who's Black China? She was dating slash married slash baby mommying with okay. Rob Kardashian. Oh, this is a dude Kardashian. Um, yes, but they had their own show called Rob and China, their own reality I show. No idea. And then apparently their relationship soured. And so um, Kris Jenner and the rest of the Kardashians, she claims, teamed up to get her thrown off the show. I don't care anymore. And cost her her livelihood. Can
2: we stop talking about it? So
0: she's suing them for like a lot of money. I don't give a shit. I don't either. But she's suing the Kardashians, so I'm automatically on her side. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd like her either. I I suggested, and no one took me up on it that we just give them a selection of weapons oh. and then have them enter into a uh, enclosed room. Like a Thunderdome situation. Right. Yes, yes. And then tap on the door when one person's standing. Right. And then so many of our problems are solved. And then you kill that person when they come out. Of course. Yes. I'm not an idiot. Right. My favorite part of the story is on Monday they were having jury selection. Mm-hmm. And the Kardashians are very upset because one of the lawyers asked a potential juror a man in his 50s, if he had ever watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I want to know if he was, oh, yeah. um, you know, disposed Aware one way or the do. other, yeah, yeah. depending on his prior opinions yeah, yeah. of them. And he said, No, I've never watched their show, but I did watch Kim Kardashian's sex tapes. So, so I don't think I can be impartial on this case. Whoa. And apparently they were in the, uh, the courtroom and they were all very upset about that response. But the rest of the crowd, according to uh, onlookers, uh, bursted out in laughter. <laughs> But judge they said, why would it be difficult for you to serve as a jury?" He said, I would be replaying that sex tape over and over again in my head. Like I am right now. Yes. And apparently everyone was very upset. He was just trying to get out of jury duty. Yes, and it worked. Yes, I am. Meanwhile, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard now are in court. Yeah. Battling out once again her claims of abuse against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm only going to tune in for the poop uh, testimony. That's all I care about. <laughs> Who
2: shit in the bed? You know,
0: my favorite story is apparently she shit in his bed <laughs> to show her displeasure for him. Right. And then but, claimed it was one of the dogs or something. <laughs> Which brought up a, a debate we had for weeks. Yeah. Is there anyone hot enough yeah. that you would have sex with that if they shit in your bed, it wouldn't be a deal breaker? Yeah. And it's it's a high bar. It's a super high bar. Congratulations to two people actually like in show business. The list is getting lower and uh, smaller and smaller. Ewan McGregor huh. is uh, getting married to his co-star, Mary Elizabeth Winstead from Fargo. They've been dating for some time oh, wow. now. And apparently this week, they're going to be tying the knot. And uh, I like them both enormously, so yeah. I wish I wish them well. Netflix has said they're going to pull back on all the spending for the content be, they've been doing. You'd think yeah. they should. Well, especially now since... They are down 200,000, I want to say. Subscribers? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I read that somewhere. It's like 200 and some thousand. Yeah. Which shook their stock value, which dropped 25% on the market. Oh. It seems like an overcorrection for just 200,000 uh, subscribers. Well, I think they
2: see the writing on the wall. There's so many streaming services and people are, you know, everything you pick and choose your favorites and they, plus they raise their prices. Yeah. So that, I think that, that combination served for people dropping it.
0: They have figured that, and uh, there's an army of 100 million viewers who are using Netflix on someone else's password, by the way. I could see that. So they're looking to crack down on that in hopes of bringing their stock value back. They're going to put something in place. They have announced their plans, but they haven't said exactly what it's going to be. But... You seem like a sharer to me. You, you, yeah, share, share. you share, I pay for password, my Netflix. But you give your password you. to other people and No, yeah. I did offer you my Disney Plus and you, you seemed, turned it you, down. That's why. You seem to me like Because a, you were so resistant to Mando. You seem
2: like, a, like a, some sort of I'm not. Cheat, I'm a good person. Some sort of
0: pirate. I pay my some way. Some sort of streaming pirate. I pay my way. There's a great documentary, by the way, I just watched the other night called Netflix versus the World. Yeah. It's from 2019. I watched it on Amazon Prime, good. Humorously enough. But it's the story of Netflix, how they, from a lowly startup to them conquering the world, basically. Yeah, they were just a DVD company. You would order the DVD in the mail and have to send it back. Yes, and they started off in a conference room at a motel. Yeah with a server and one computer and a bell would ring when someone ordered it That's and crazy. they would have to go into the garage and get the cd out and put it in a cardboard and envelope mail it, to mail it off to the person I mean, it was remarkable to see where they started to where they came So now they just throw around hundreds of millions of dollars to yeah, people. not anymore and speaking of streaming services amazon studios has announced a brand new ben affleck matt damon movie oh they're reteaming to tell the story of nike Oh, that's The story of Sonny Vaccaro, the uh, sneaker salesman who yeah. started the company called Nike and was in pursuit of one of the most important athletes in the history of sports to get him on board to sell his shoe. Jordan? Jordan, yeah. Changed uh, both of their yes. lives forever. Yeah. Funny, if you watch Winning Time, the doc- the uh, docudrama series on HBO about the Lakers, yeah, Nike came to Magic Johnson uh, when they were a baby company right. and said, look we'll give you x number of stock or whatever but just sign up and be the face of our shoe the nike and right. no one had ever heard of nike so Nike said no and he signed with converse instead oh but they say that it's flash on the screen what the value would have been to that deal had he said yes at the time
2: but who knows if it would have taken off the way it did with jordan that was like a perfect marriage of jordan peeking at his career you
0: forget Though, magic was huge when magic came out of college after winning that championship yeah. there was nobody hotter in the nba than Magic. i, I know but jordan was a, he's
2: i mean considered the greatest of all time yeah but so, that was before i know i'm just saying i don't know if magic it came before why wouldn't it have been equally successful because jordan i mean i like magic but jordan was jordan but jordan didn't exist at that time i, mean, I know but i'm just saying what are you saying? I'm saying it, who knows if Magic had jumped on at that point had it would've hit the heights that it hit with Jordan later on is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
0: But they, didn't the Lakers go on to win like five championships or something they did. at the time? So how much bigger but could that it was have a been t- at the time?
2: Jordan was, I'm just saying, I don't think it would've hit, I don't know if it would've hit the heights that it hit with Jordan if Magic and Nike had married up earlier.
0: But I don't know what you're basing that on is what just I'm a, saying. Just a hunch. <laughs> We're running too long for just your Just a hunch. I can't. I just can't with your hunches. Okay. Today's celebrity birthdays. Wednesday, April 20th, is the birthday for George Takai from oh. Star Trek. Mr. Sulu himself celebrates his 85th birthday today.
1: 85. Oh, oh my.
0: Yeah. Ryan like, O'Neal, one of the biggest movie stars in the world at one time. Now 81 years old, and you'd be hard-pressed to know who the hell he was. Yeah. Veronica Cartwright, so good in 24, and Aliens is 73. Jessica Lange, also 73. Clint Howard is 63 years old today. Crispin Glover, I can kick, man. (laughs) Always remember his appearance on Letterman. 58 years old, Andy Serkis from Lord of the Rings, of course.
2: My princess! And Alfred. Yeah, he's the new Alfred,
0: he's 58. Shamar Moore from Criminal Minds is 52. Carmen Electra turns 50. Joey Lawrence, whoa, from uh, Blossom is 46. Clayne Crawford, remember that name? Clayne Crawford. I do not. He was the guy who was the star of *Lethal Weapon*, the TV series. Oh, the guy who quit, right? Had the world by yeah, the end. Yeah, he ass. quit. Couldn't have been on a hotter TV show. Yeah. And then he uh, he, he didn't was... get along with Damon Wayans, right, or something like that, or no. Well, he was also harassing people on the set. Oh, and... he's being a dick. Yeah, he imploded. Yeah. Bet that was a good choice for him. <laughs> Bet he's celebrating a happy 44th birthday <laughs> today. Hope he gets his shift off from Starbucks. Uh-huh. Carlos Valdez from The Flash plays Cisco on that program is 33. And Craig Frost of Grand Funk Railroad is 74. I'm talkin',
1: talking, talking about my baby. She's some kind of wonderful. Talking about my baby. She's some kind of wonderful. Talking about my baby. She's so kind of yeah. wonderful. Talking about my baby. She's so kind
0: of wonderful. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garmin, I'll walk the showbiz beat. But because it's Wednesday, it's time for us to take a look at a one-hit wonder. It's
1: a one-hit wonder! One-hit wonder!
0: One-hit wonders. It's a very common tale. As I mentioned at the top of the show, today's one-hit wonder, an international smash hit, comes to us from a German composer, musician, and record producer. You know, the Germans always make good stuff. And it's instrumental. Oh. Not a word to be found. Wow. Here's today's request for today's one-hit wonder.
1: Hey, Ralph and Eddie and uh, whoever else is listening. Um, I'm calling in because of a uh, one-hit wonder, which I can't believe you guys haven't done yet. This is a really interesting one. At least I don't think you've done it. I've looked over your list and haven't seen it. Uh, But it's from, I want to say 1984, Axel F. by Harold Faltermeyer. It's a single with no words there's no lyrics it's just a little theme song to beverly hills cop um number one song i mean how often does that happen number one song with no words uh anyways um that's all i wanted to call in for thank you so much lmb hans hugo harold
0: faltermeyer wow professionally known as harold faltermeyer faltermeyer german composer musician and record producer was discovered by Giorgio Moroder, another very talented movie score producer, uh, back in 1978, had him play all the keyboards and ar- arrange the soundtrack for Midnight Express. Mm-hmm. And that that's what made him a star. He worked primarily in pop music, producing and working with artists like Donna Summer and Patti LaBelle and Barbara Streisand, Glenn Frey. He worked with Blondie and Billy Idol. It goes on and on and on. But he also composed a ton of movie music as well. Did you know he did the Top Gun theme as well? Did he? I didn't yes. know. He did all the music for the Chevy Chase Fletch films. Yeah, XLF and, and this Fletch Lives. Fletch sound very similar. Also, what sounds similar is all the music from Tango and Cash oh, yeah. and Beverly Hills Cop, because he also did the music for that. He worked, did the music for The Running Man, American Gigolo. It goes on and on. But this was his only hit. I wonder if a Chariots of Fire theme was also a, a top 10 hit. I believe it was, and that was also an hmm. instrumental. Which also had the benefit of being the theme from a smash hit movie. Yeah, that helps. And the summer of 1984, Beverly Hills Cop was a monster yes, it hit. Was. This song was everywhere, released as a single in 1985, and it shot up the charts. Here's just some of the numbers Australia hit number six in the top 10, Austria, four in Belgium and Canada, Switzerland and the UK went to number two in their top 10 charts. Denmark cracked the top 10. Ireland hit number one. Netherlands, number one. Here in the United States, it hit number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Here it is from Hans Hugo Harold Faltemeyer. It is Axel F. repetitive, I'll give it that. It is. It's the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of Eddie Murphy laughing every time I hear it.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: this is becoming very irritating. like that remix there it is axel f from harold faltermeyer it's today's one hit wonder one hit hit wonders it's a very common tale that's it kids thank you so much for hanging out with us especially you four stars who are here in the room with us we appreciate it tomorrow brand new show Mm. it's a thursday sex university fascinating topic tomorrow I, I think it's going to be really helpful to some helpful. people. Helpful, More than last week's in the G-Zone. That was very helpful. That was very helpful. Very helpful. What could be more helpful than finding I, the G-Zone? That's why I'm wondering. Highway to the G-Zone. Speaking <laughs> of Top Gun. Uh, more entertainment news, more frivolity between myself and hmm. the rear admiral. But in order for you to enjoy it, you got to take care of yourself, kids. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. So wrap it up. What? I don't know. You tell them to put condoms on? Any part of your body. You can wrap up any part of your body. Just <laughs> keep it wrapped. Be it your face, your, your penis, <laughs> your legs. Right. Wrap, yeah, just, Wrap your legs up,
2: just guys. Just keep
0: things wrapped. You're walking through high weeds. Right? Wrap them that way up. you don't get ticks. You don't want ticks. That the Lyme, Lyme disease. Keeps you from Lyme we disease. don't need that. Once again, you've crystallized my point perfectly and just proved me right. <laughs> Thanks, kids. We'll talk to you next time. Hopefully that's tomorrow. <laughs> Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye.